0: Blade job. Let's go. Look at me,
1: Damien. The blackest dye. What the fuck? This is episode twenty-three of Blade Job. Episode twenty-three. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. It's twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> How
0: long have we been doing this now? I'm sort of curious. Almost. It's got to be
1: turned off. got to turn this thing off, don't we? Oh, yeah. We can turn that off. We'll start, we I'll can start kill it. Re- No, we, we can keep
0: recording. I'm, I'm going to talk while doing it.
1: You guys hear all that? No, no it's more. Peace and quiet now.
0: Okay. I can hear myself think now. All I'm right. Uh, we've been this. doing it for almost a year. I feel like the
1: beginning of summer last year...
0: Yeah, because we used to live in Ron's. We started at Ron's house. Remember, we watched Abomination at yeah. my old house on the, on the fucking on the computer. I remember that very on the yeah. on the table. Remember that? Yeah, movie sucked in comparison. Now and then, um Ryan and I actually did the first iteration right. of the podcast. Like that was 2017. In, Think 2017. about 2017. How long ago that seems?
1: That's uh, two years ago.
0: Yeah. Wow, goddamn! Times so too quick. like if anybody remembers the old days of the completely unorganized podcast where we compared two movies—is that what you used to do? Yeah, we used to take like two kind of similar movies. Like the first episode we did was Driller Killer and mm-hmm. um, Toolbox Murders. So we kind of would take movies with similar themes and compare them, and then we was like two episodes of that. We yeah we did like three or four of those. Maybe I'll maybe we'll maybe I'll just like cut some of those down one time and put it out as like a yeah. a week because be they're kind of interesting. they we didn't have Last any clue what we were doing and they ended up being long as fuck. Na- naive even young and dumb. Only yeah, twenty seventeen. Hey, we used to get like. 13 listeners to that it was pretty God damn
1: it's pretty popular i wonder if other podcasts have as, have as have as like as hard of a time starting an episode as we do or at least i do i'm fucking awful at that
0: yeah i think a lot of shows do because i think
1: well a lot of shows kind of have like uh you know they the first thing they say is always you know it's kind of like youtubers like you know hey you know it's like life updates right and yeah well Even how was your br- life how was your saint patrick's day uh i didn't do anything i'll tell you what though what happened to me today though i'll tell you what i uh, so i was getting gas at speedway on the way here and a dude fucking came up and tried talking to me which uh, for a lot of people i'm sure is like cool and kosher but it was a fuck i i hated every goddamn second of it i'm not a huge fan but i don't like it cuz like, i i, I- cuz i'd
0: live probably
1: yeah i cuz he came up to me he was like hey man nice shoes and i was you know of course my first thought is like what do you want I'm like you know P- put a gun gun to me now and fork him over and i was like oh thanks you know, i'm just trying to get gas and then he's mm-hmm. like do you because they're running shoes like do you run <laughs> and i was like i mean i should but i don't were you pumping so, gas at yeah, your car pu- yeah i was pumping and he gas he came over car. to you from well, he, another well, car he was on the opposite the <coughs> opposite you know uh, uh, opposite pump you know me hmm. the you know other uh, opposite side of it He's like, yo, do you run? I was like, I, you know, I don't. Then he started talking to me about his, like, wife. And his wife is, like, a runner and all that. And, of course, now, keep in mind, this is Speedway. So it has, like, the whole TV, uh, all the pumps giving mm, you the news yeah. about random shit. So he's, like, talking over the TV. I can barely hear him. And I'm like, what? who is he trying to hit on me? And then he mentioned his wife. And I was like, no, I guess not. I'm like, does he want to be invite me into that relationship? Maybe, maybe a kind of a swinger oh, situation? Oh, he was
0: trying to get, like, a third man. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, because
1: it was awful. Because I'm like i'm trying to pump i'm like yeah uh, yeah i don't run no it's good good for her i respect that he's like ah it's getting warm outside today i'm like yeah it's you know it's, it's was a he like a, was culture. he middle-aged no he was a young dude he's probably like
0: you know, 30s? early early 30s very early 30s he sounds lonely
1: i guess I mean, hey, in trouble, we're all but... lonely in our own way but i was like miserable i was like dude i just want to pump my gas so as soon as i was done quick shout out to the the speedway by me, they're really fast pumps. Thank God, I really came in clutch mm. this time because as soon as I was done, I was like mid him talking about his wife. I went up for the handshake. I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go. I'm I gotta go to a podcast. To, I'm sir. on the way to something. I gotta go, and I'm just like, take it easy, man. I got my. He's like, oh yeah, sure. And I, I was like, hey, you know, tell your wife good luck for running or some shit. And, I was out of there. I was. I, he
0: was probably already it, like eyeing like the next guy he could go talk right. to. He was like, ah, they always get away. You know? And I was
1: like, yeah. I don't know if I was. Cl- or he I was just, a serial killer. He's could have been a serial killer. I, if, I wish he would have t- told me if he was. It'd be kind of cool to talk to him like that. But I was just. So you I, remember, I just, you remember his face. I, no, it was this pretty generic white guy face. That nah, sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> probably. That really sounds like a serial he, killer. He's wearing a beanie or a hat. I don't remember which one, but. I don't know I, I mean, I'm a friendly guy you know I can I can make friends anywhere I guess but I'm just like dude I'm trying to like you know pump gas and go to this podcast oh speaking of which I gotta pop open my beer what are we drinking today so I'm at, I got my usual founders all day IPA one of my favorites
0: yeah Eric I'm drinking something like it's from my brother it's it's from Batch Brewing shout out to Batch Brewing in Detroit Corktown uh it's called Dessert Smasher.
1: I thought it was called Dick Smasher. Oh, it's what nope, it says it
0: says you just, you just jumped to that. That was like a Freudian really? slip Can I on I your end. I can't. It
1: says right there. Uh, oh,
0: you're. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it is this. There's a. I guess it's another beer called Dick Smasher. No, I think it's just the. So it's called. It's a Dick Smasher variant made with cocoa and ah, vanilla. Okay. So it's uh, okay. an aged in bourbon barrels. I can't get. So I just clipped
1: my fingernails. Oh, there we go. Got it.
0: I guess there's another beer called Dick Smasher. I don't know. i not. I don't go to lot. It's kind of chocolatey. This literally tastes like what I'm drinking.
1: What do you mean? Ca- I, t- I took a taste. Of. That is remarkably chocolate ice cream. So it's I'm not More chocolatey in my life than just that beer. But it's
0: kind of reminding me of, you know, last weekend with a Guinness. So. It's kind of... I don't think I did anything for... I don't...
1: I'm not a St. Patrick's... I was kind of feeling sick. I kind of had, I like... Snapchat.
0: Yeah, I wasn't feeling real well. I was just, like, literally having, like, explosive diarrhea, like, the yeah. night before. So I was like, I'm not going to drink Does a lot. Does that
1: happen like. often to you? I feel like it's not the very... This is not the first time. I don't know. I time. feel like...
0: I, I, th- I think it's because like I eat so many salads, and I, I'm not good with the dates. I think I just uh, eat expired yeah. salads more often than not, and then... Better
1: than to eat expired salad than just have it be the cause <laughs> of just high octane shit that i eat you know it's like sure you eat things that make you i just yeah but i don't
0: think it's good like because you know it seems like in the past year i've eaten two bagged salads that i kind of was like oh that's it went bad yesterday i'm like but it's still probably okay and then every single time massive diarrhea so i don't think it's i'm just learning now like just follow the dates I'm, Especially for salad, I feel like salad. As soon as you like cough it, because it gets
1: stale, or not yeah. stale, but you know it withers.
0: So you know, follow the dates on your bag salads, guys, because they are there for a reason, and they can get you sick. That's right, and that's uh,
1: wisdom from Eric Marshick and yeah. Steve Carley. You may know that already. You, hey, Eric, do you remember when I was telling we were talking about how we uh, the first movie we watched was uh, The Abomination? I do almost a year ago. Almost, I was coming about up. It. it was probably in May. The th- see, the thing is, that was one of the worst movies we watched. I think today is the opposite of that.
0: Yeah, I think today's probably one of the be- one of my favorite movies that Mine we've covered. Too. Mine too. It's a I'm movie I've sh- been waiting for forever to see. It's hard as fuck to find Shutter just put it out, probably because Arrow Video just re-released it on Blu-ray. We're talking Deadbeat at Dawn. Deadbeat at Dawn. We're going to talk <clears throat> about that first, but after Deadbeat at Dawn, what are we going to be talking about, Eric? Oh man. So we're sticking. So Deadbeat Up Dawn came out in 1988. We're sticking with the 88 theme. We're going back to probably one of the bloodiest. I'm going to say it's one of the bloodiest and probably one of the more like underground, like matches that people don't talk about. From Super Clash 3. The, what, what the hell is Super Clash? So Super Clash okay, right. is, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into it. We'll get okay. into it. But it's non WWE. It's like AWA. It's a whole different thing. But we'll get into it. It's, so it's Jerry like the, the King Lawler versus Kerry Von Erich. It's Kerry Von eric is fuck. The, the, it's one of the few matches they stop because there's too much blood back in the '80s, which didn't happen a lot. So just to give you an idea of what's Gonna be happening. Are you talking to Tinder, the Tinder chick over there? I was responding. I, yeah. I, I gotta know who. This I feel chick like is. if you're talking <laughs> to the Tinder chick on air, you have to kind of keep us in the loop. What's... Well, I'm just trying to get information out of her because okay. she apparently knows. Is she, are you sending
1: gifts? I. That, that's what I opened with. Mm. It's my whole thing.
0: Don't worry. Okay. about it. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just. I'm gonna keep asking How does questions. Does this chick know who my
1: best friend is? I don't. Know. Mm. Right. I'm telling
0: you, she's an AI.
1: She's got to be some sort of elaborate because she even capitalized our names, which is. Something that I would do and androids would do. So
0: yeah, but we'll get into it. Well, well I I don't know if we'll get into that, but we'll get into <laughs> it. We'll get into deadbeat at dawn. If, if and... there are any,
1: if, if there are any uh, developments in it, sure, I'll, I'll be sure to update you. But so far, so uh, a lot of a lot of answers and no no, or no a lot of questions, no answers. So let's let's talk deadbeat at dawn.
0: Yeah. So I guess um, where do we start with it? I mean, I guess so. If you don't, if people who don't know. Uh, Deadbeat at Dawn is a very low budget um, movie directed by Jim Van Beber.
1: Now, I wouldn't call this a horror movie by any means. No, no, no. It's no. kind of different from what we're used to. I guess,
0: I don't know if we ever really claim to be exclusively horror movies i don't know i think it's more just gory movies yeah and I, this movie definitely checks that this box. is Blade job approved I yeah think. it's 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 kind of similar to like how like rickio wasn't a horror movie there you go that's a good idea Ricky um, yeah, rickio and audition because audition wasn't a horror movie audition was it, so. like a movie to put on before you want to you know go to bed and just
1: right before you put a bolt in your temple fucking
0: Dwyer yeah. style it's like a night movie. the movie is just like a nightlight essentially yeah but um, but this is kind of more like what I would say. It's kind of like a death wish, or like kind of like those vigilante.
1: I call it like a, like a mixture of Ricky O meets the fucking the uh, Warriors, man. Yeah,
0: gang kind of gang crime movie, but it's like super gory and. I will now read the IMDb plot. Super low budget. budget.
1: This is written by Ed Sutton, by the way. I know, I know, because I have his email here.
0: I feel like we have read a few by Ed. It's
1: weird that Ed has his email <laughs> right here on the IMDb review. Well, you should review. read it on
0: air so everybody can go email him, right? Exactly. It's just, do
1: you know what Mindspring is? That, no. that's his, That's the domain. Okay, I don't don't read it. Then. I'm that not going to. Like but, but like, if if you know emails, if you know corporate emails, you know a lot of how it's formatted, so you can guess it from them. Anyway, after one too many encounters with the spiders, and then in parentheses, a rival gang, the Ravens' leader's girlfriend tells him to quit the gang or it's Splitsville... I feel like it was written in the 80s. He does so, but the leader of this spider is just hell-bent on revenge and arranges the murder of his of the girlfriend. Spoilers. That ticks off the boyfriend who wreaks
0: havoc with this, the this, two Wait, games. wait, wait. So this, this, this plot synopsis is just, it's not even using people's names. It's just using pronouns like... Yes. Oh, my goodness. This is horribly. Okay. Go we'll ahead. take
1: it up with Ed Sutton, bro. Right? Okay. <laughs> that ticks off the boyfriend who wreaks havoc with the two gangs who have joined forces in order to pull off a security truck heist, which I think isn't mentioned until like three minutes before the fucking movie ends.
0: Yeah, that, that synopsis was a little weak, but, you know, it's whatever. We'll, we'll give our own then here. This, like the, the, plot, the subplot line of his dad
1: is like more integral to the plot than this actual heist that they yeah. talk about. Yeah. So overall I mean, Eric what did you think about the movie itself I mean I, you already kind of gave it away but what's yeah it
0: I really good? loved it I mean it's definitely <clears throat> whoa it's definitely like a uh, it's fucking really bloody and it's really it's surprisingly low budget bloody. and it's like if it's a movie that didn't need to be bloody I guess like it would have been like god bless you know the blood kind of brings it to like I think the cult status that it's at because other than that it would have just been like another gritty death wish knockoff, but uh, I never I never heard is... of this.
1: You know, he said it's a cult classic. I never heard of this beforehand.
0: Yeah, I mean I would I mean I don't know if it's a cult I mean, yeah, I would say it's a cult classic. I mean it's it's just one of those movies that's like always in the in you know, it's always name dropped in the gory movie uh, you know that's lists. good to know
1: there's also here is a it's called visions of hell the films of jim van Bever. there's a two it's a mm. with him and his uh manson family movie Ooh. on dvd i wonder if i can find that somehow
0: yeah so i mean we're kind of fans of van Bever now so we might be covering that manson movie at some point too speaking
1: of J- jim van Beber, he is the writer he is the director he is the star i don't think he pre- I mean, i'm assuming he probably Well, he,
0: he's it. also the stunt coordinator
1: <laughs> That's right. Because he did all the studs.
0: And I thought I saw he like edited it, but um, maybe you're not.
1: Well, uh, he is, in fact, the editor, and he's also the makeup artist, the special effects
0: makeup artist. Special effects were pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. Um, boy, this guy's got his... Wait, Mark Gillespie? Is this... Uh, there's, there's another... Oh, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. The point is, he's got his hands all over this piece.
0: Yeah, I mean this is a total I mean this is Jim Van Weber's baby from top to bottom. I mean, you can f- pretty much say that cuz I think
1: that's what adds to the um the appeal and charm of this movie is that it kind of oozes passion. This is obviously yeah. somebody who I mean, I think that's evident with all the roles that he plays. Um, but I mean, that's happened before other directors and it's not as, you know, but with him, I mean, God damn, this is clearly just like a way for him to live out his fantasies.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's totally like the movie that you want to make with your friends. Like you, it's like, I mean, think about it back in the eighties. You've, you just saw like death wish four just came out and it's not as good as like death wish one was. And you're just sitting there with your friends drinking beer and you're like, man, like this is how I would have made death wish four. And then he actually went and fucking did it. And it was like awesome
1: <laughs> for ten thousand dollars is the unconfirmed but probably confirmed uh,
0: budget budget yeah. I mean according to his Wikipedia page it says that he went and he uh he he took a student loan out to continue going to film school and instead of using that money to pay for college he just dropped out and took that money and financed this movie
1: which seems outrageously legal but obviously <laughs> it worked out for him
0: yeah I mean it seems like I'm glad he did it
1: you need to understand how Small of a budget, $10,000 is. I mean, Robert Rodriguez with his first movie, I don't remember what the hell it's called. I don't, I'm not a super. House
0: with, oh, Robert Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Uh, El, Mariachi? El, 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 El
1: Dorado? El Mariachi? I think uh, it was El Mariachi. El Mariachi, or... I think that was like around 10 grand. Um, And that's like a famous, you know, when Shane Carruth, my boy, his first movie, Primer, you ever seen Primer? Yeah. That was 7 grand. Well, even one.
0: like. Carpenter, you know, Halloween always stood as one of the most successful indies, and I think that still had a hundred. Do you know what one of the most successful
1: indies these days is? Is actually the first Paranormal Activity. Yeah, made, I believe that. made for 15 grand, which is, which is the answer that got me that iPad Wow, I told you that. Yeah, you did and, tell me that. And um, I think it made like 200, 300 million dollars to the box office, so that's... Ooh, that's something that people dream about, but anyway. I mean, I don't
0: know how well this movie did. I don't know if this movie even really had a theatrical release. I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess it might have had a very very limited run, but it probably saw more on uh rentals and tapes. Sure. Sales and But word again, of mouth. this
1: seems like a very very bootlegable movie, you know. I'm sure yeah. it's probably bootlegged and shit. Well, 90s. I was we
0: just looked it up. Like I was looking up some like just, I mean, we found the Blu-ray online, but there's a bunch of VHS copies in. I would, I, I mean, I'm not like a expert in VHS or anything, but I mean, a lot of them looked like bootlegs because they were like, none of them had like um, a uh, production company on them. Like the, mm-hmm. the, the sticker on the actual tape itself just literally said deadbeat at dawn, like on like a white sticker. So like, it almost seemed like a lot of them were boots and yeah, I don't know.
1: Even the covers of like the uh,
0: on IMDb, they look all terrible. You know, i Yeah, I it's get just to like a one... still from the movie, yeah, with the title slapped on it. So it definitely seems like a coveted, hard to find movie. Uh, like I said, the Blu ray just came out and it looked like it had a shit ton of bonus features like last year, um, through Arrow. What is and, that? N64 box. What is that? What is that big box? It's just
1: a box of games. Oh, okay, it's yeah. labeled nice. Okay, I'm just curious. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, it just seems you know, it just seems like it was mostly kind of passed around bootlegs rather than like actual selling yeah. official, you know, not pirated copies. But I
0: think that's what adds to the cultness of Absolutely. it. Absolutely, you it's know, like that's a, what because like snuff film. I mean, it's a movie that like I've known about for like since I really started getting into like exploitation and shit like that. So I would say late teens. Like, I, I've known about this movie for maybe just under ten years, and I've never <laughs> seen it because it's always just been so hard to find. Like illegally torrenting it has been hard watching it on youtube i've it's i've never seen it like so it's just been like an elusive movie and i'm glad that shutter finally put not, it up we're
1: not being paid by shutter by the way but we're like, not we're I mean, not i would like we but would like no to be, i am telling
0: you though if you have shutter like to go be, watch this movie like it is even if you've never heard of it like if you haven't really heard the hype about it go watch. I mean, you even steve hadn't heard of it and yeah it's. It's. I mean, I'm no
1: expert on horror. Well, Okay, I <laughs> guess that's not really. That's not entirely true. I know. An, I would call myself a pretty good on horror, but I don't. I haven't seen a lot of it. You know, that's my sure. Thing.
0: But you would recommend this movie nonetheless, right? Like, make,
1: make no mistake, this movie's fucking garbage and terrible, but it is so fucking charming it is i think i think it's a great yeah no this is definitely i think it's, it's definitely might be the my, my favorite that we've watched I yeah I, th- think. I think, I it, think whatever else would have
0: i mean know. it's kind of hard because it's go- i mean most movies we watch are horror movies and it, this really and it wasn't a horror movie bad, you know so i mean it's kind of hard for me to put them in the same it's like comparing apples and oranges but um i don't know. I mean i enjoyed it like i would say i, I would i like this more than ricky o personally
1: yeah i think so too. i think it
0: had a little bit more i don't know it had like an un- intangible like uh something about it that i just really like i just think that it's just so
1: obvious how passionate the director you know van eber ebers van, ebers? van beber I van believe? beber that's what it is van beber i yeah. just think it's just so freaking obvious you know that he has his kind of footprint all over this thing
0: yeah. Well, um, he
1: gives it his all. I mean you could it's 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 almost like the room only this movie has some modicum of charm and appeal to it. I fucking hate the room. I hate that movie. I I, just, don't I, I hate, hate the it. fandom. I hate Okay, you're right. You know what? I I don't really hate anything. That's right. I just do not get that whole I can go a whole podcast rant you are know, ranting about how much I just don't care for the room and all the people who I can I would never want to be around people who go to the midnight
0: showing of that. Uh, the room I is different because like I, I the room <sighs> I get it. You, I, I know what you're I saying get it. the room doesn't I get it. have. I feel like the room doesn't have the charm that this does. Well, which is which is yeah. I I agree, and it is funny
1: because both directors are obviously very passionate about it. But I you know it's, it's it, they should be very similar. I guess they yeah. are actually very another thing. But they are very
0: similar movies, but. It's like this. Like you can watch this, and you can like in your head, you can imagine, you can like think about exactly what Van Beber wanted to do, and you can think of his favorite movies that he's trying to like relay into this.
1: Van Beber, he went to film school, and he actually understands like the movies he's the movie he's trying to make. I feel like fucking what's his name from the what's his name from the room Uh, Weezer Jeff or not Jeff Tommy Tommy Wiseau Wiseau, Weezer whatever you want to pronounce it anyway. He, I mean, he just kind of came from Mars, some shit. So you know, I don't really know. I don't think anyone knows what what made him want to. Well, make he's the movie. almost too
0: aloof. Yeah. Although
1: I'll tell you what, though, the movie is fantastic. Um, Disaster was, Artist. Yeah. I haven't really seen good. it. It's really good. I like it a I'll lot. I'll probably check it out.
0: That's a great movie. But but I feel like I don't know. We could circle jerk Van Beber. I feel like for the whole episode and how you know what? Just I respect just the that, guy. Actually. I respect the guy. Like it too. was. I feel like he's just he's kind of like what all... He kind of, like, embodies what all, I think, fans of exploitation and horror wish they, you know, would do. Where they just take a movie and, uh... I wish he'd make more movies. Yeah. Where they, they take an idea and they just make the movie on it.
1: That's why I'm so excited and interested in seeing this Manson one, because people keep saying it's, it's really good, so...
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I bet it's... I mean, this movie really... I mean, what do you think, even from, like, an amateur... So if this... For an amateur, independent, essentially student film, what is your kind of take on like the? I mean, he production obviously, and things. He like obviously it. well, okay, and lighting and you know the art, the sure. stuff that the actual film sure. school stuff of this film. Like it wasn't didn't seem that bad to me.
1: No, it's obviously he knew how to stretch that dollar. That's the ten grand yeah. because I don't know. Seeing what happened in this movie, I feel like it should have cost a lot more than ten grand. Um, maybe he, he wasted it. I wish he would have spent some more on, um, on, uh, the sound.
0: Because mm. the sound's <laughs> easily the, the worst fucking part of it. Yeah, some stuff seemed over-redubbed It well, at I, times. You have,
1: you have a full, and the then. full list. You've got redubbed, and a lot of scenes, you just can't hear what the hell they're saying. It's well, so yeah. bad.
0: Well, maybe it was, I mean, because it may possibly was just shot literally on location in a city For with sure. like well, a boom oh, we should we they... mention
1: that this movie takes place in dayton ohio so mm. um,
0: midwestern boys yeah yeah which is not far from us i don't, I don't know where i guess no, i don't know where dayton is but dayton's like i think it's like middle of uh oh. i'll look it up but i think it's like middle of ohio okay but um yeah it's we're not from michigan far.
1: so we're kind of tr- we're kind of training we're kind of supposed to shit talk ohio but yeah
0: oh no it's uh oh it's yeah it's actually like right in the middle of ohio Gross. Three and a half hour drive from Detroit, so Which is not that bad, really. No. It's funny how that works.
1: Um yeah, I mean yeah, it it um
0: It's gritty though. Like you it's could gritty. We, we second guess like if it was New York at certain times because it's just gritty the the late eighties were just a gritty time, I think, for any major city. Yeah. It just yeah,
1: I mean they try their best to make it work, you know? I mean, but at the same time, I, I I appreciate that they're not, like, trying to make it look like New York City, trying to play that off. No. They're, they're just no. like, ah,
0: no, it's Dayton, you know, the gritty town of Dayton. Yeah. I mean, because, like, you could go you could go to Detroit in the 80s, or even now, and you could film in certain blown-out areas, and you could have a title card that says, like, New York City, 1980, yeah, whatever. You could whatever. probably pass Detroit but... if you shoot it properly. And and you could have done this in New York City if you wanted to, but they kept it in Dayton, which is nice. Yeah, I of course have no <laughs> idea
1: how what Dayton. I mean, I don't know how big Dayton is. I mean, there's, there's a. It didn't one, look like a huge city. No, there's that one shot in the movie where he's looking over under the city, and it's like five buildings. It's like know. five skyscrapers,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not even. They're they're barely scraping. It's not the much sky. of a, It's not much of a skyline. No, no. But um, I mean, should we? <sighs> Whoa. or what What else would so the sound was the big thing with you like yeah, uh that's the worst the act i mean i'm not gonna knock the
1: acting because these people aren't actors i mean they, and they, they weren't like, i guarantee
0: you none of them were paid no guarantee well no one was fucking it paid. says and even do you think says he do so much himself yeah it says online like most of the crew most of the cast was uh friends mm-hmm. and things so yeah, probably yeah. other film students
1: there are some things about, you know, analyzing a movie that you just have to, you know, it's like, I'm not going to knock the acting. Yeah, it's fucking garbage, but, like, I mean, you know.
0: Well, what were some of the things that, like, jumped out to you then, like, in regards to, like, it being so low budget, but, like.
1: A lot of the budget, I, I you can assume, was spent on the special effects. because Yeah, a lot the special of the effects fantastic. did look,
0: we'll get into the special effects, like, in a minute um like specifically like some of the special effects because yeah the special effects really like this movie was so much more gory than i expected
1: yeah me too my friends to time this shit.
0: That, this this oh yeah i'll oh, say wow. this clock isn't right on my computer but that timer on the computer is pretty accurate um okay. one of the things that jumped out to me kind of was like and I, i'm a complete amateur i don't know anything about this but like there seemed to be like a lot of like cool lighting
1: well, to find cool, stuff, I, mean, it, I, mean, well, I mean it's a lot so, of like a lot
0: of like red lighting, a lot of like red and green together. But it's yeah. like really like sleazy and it's like you you mentioned like giallo at one point, mm-hmm. like I don't know if it was intentionally giallo influenced, but it did like have a lot of It is obvious that he has a lot of influences. Right.
1: This movie is basically just like a a hodgepodge of different styles mixed into one. I mean, you've got Boy, Giallo. I mean, we'll just picture any action cliche. You even have the one where he's holding the dead body.
0: Oh! Yeah, <laughs> the part where he's like putting all of the like, um, he's like putting like the knife in his like yep. back, and the then he puts, up, like, the, you know, yeah. he puts like the he puts like the ninja star like in his belt, and he puts the gun in the holster, like the kind of like suiting up montage. The movie scene. is
1: basically nothing but the, the best action movie cliche yes yeah. Except for he, I don't think there was a shot of him off a building shooting guns in the air. No, like, he did repel
0: down from something at he one did, point. That's right. You um, so chucked almost. There all the was a boxes. couple car crashes. Yeah. Um which had
1: which couldn't have been cheaper. I mean, they're probably like jump cars, you know. I mean, Yeah, I imagine I if, if if he can make that movie for ten grand, I know that he.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like that's. Like, I kind of want to talk about this too before we get into all the gore. But like, sure. I'm, how did this guy not get like? I mean you would think like if you were like running like a like a B movie studio, you know, like a Troma or like a Full Moon Pictures. Like you would think that this this type of movie would be impressive, wouldn't it?
1: Yes. To you? I believe like, so. Like
0: I mean if you were a, a a small production company who's churning out B movies just straight to VHS, you would think, why would, why does, I mean, that's my thing, like, why doesn't he have more movies like that under his belt? I mean, you would think that, like, well, maybe he doesn't want to do that forever, but no, I mean, he made that Manson movie after that, we're going to touch on, I mean. So, I mean, he, he clearly, I think, I, th- from what that tells me is that he really, I think, does, um, enjoy, like, more or less, like, the prof, process over the profit. Sure. So he's not going to just so start he's churning actual, out. He's a real artiste. perhaps, perhaps. You know, does that make sense to you? Like, I'm just—it like, does. He, I
1: mean, there's obviously there can be so many other reasons why he—he's yeah. not. You know, why he's but he hasn't made a whole lot. I mean, but even even up till today, he's still making stuff. It's just you know nothing of that size and scope, right? Honestly, but
0: I mean, I yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and he's one of those guys too who you know maybe if he did get huge and he did make a couple like a five hundred thousand million dollar movie after this, like maybe it would have been shit, and he you know I don't know, we'll never know, but. Speaking of,
1: I mean, you know, one of my favorite things of the film industry is when they have um tiny, you know, small indie directors making big projects. Yeah. Like, you've seen this stuff for the new Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Sure, yeah. That director. Did you, did you ever see Trick or Treat? Yeah. Yeah, same director. The anthology, yeah. Michael Dougherty. Yeah, it's very exciting.
0: Yeah, like I mean can you imagine if this guy would have been, you know, he, he did this uh this movie then, you know, can you imagine if he would have been given like uh like Rambo Four or something, like in like the mid nineties or something? I don't know, like
1: you see he just so clearly has a passion for that kind of movie. Yeah,
0: or if he would have been given like uh, I don't know just some like a diehard uh, I mean even
1: as an actor he you know he I mean he I think he's garbage in the movie but yeah you know, I mean again you, you, you it's, but you it's use that charming very,
0: you use that very endearingly I think I you, do yeah I do. like the garbage I mean he he's he's, a, he's clearly a very he's charming not trained actor. act he's not a trained actor no, he's clearly a better director than an actor. He, but, he's not
1: a good actor, but he gives such a shit. He just gives a shit about it. Yeah, it's, it's endearing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I, you know, you can tell that he's kind of channeling. He's obviously seen some Tom Cruise stuff at the time. You know, I mean, granted, Tom Cruise was in the '80s. I mean, yeah, he was. He was. I, that, that was obviously one of, you know, one of his peaks. Yeah, I mean, so Top
0: Gun had to have come out. I think it was '85. I think. Yeah, like so, a couple years before this. Years and before. I, I mean, also, do you know? Was this another? Uh, filmed in 85, released in 88 type movie? Not that I know of. Okay, so it was was probably uh, pretty true to when it was released. It was maybe a year or two prior.
1: There's even a shot with a calendar on the the wall and it says 1988. I mean, obviously, that could, of course, mean anything, but I mean, yeah. I mean, that could have even been there just to make you think that, but I don't know. I think that's just, you know, speculation. No, so
0: yeah, I mean, it was probably pretty true to whatever then. But... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that it would have been... I mean, we'll never know if what would have happened if he would have been given a big break after this, but... Or whether he
1: even wanted it. Yeah, he might might not have wanted it either. He
0: might have just kind of been so fed up with film school and Hollywood... Maybe he
1: just went into sales, you know? Yeah, who knows? I mean, he's still making stuff again, but again, it's not anything. And maybe he's one of those guys,
0: too, who had just such a passion for more special effects and stuff. Yeah. And things like that over actually making big budget. You know, maybe directing wasn't even his bag. You know, maybe he just... I
1: just... Well, because he did so many... He wore so many freaking hats. But... I I would prefer to watch this kind of thing. Like, over them, like... Uh, like a takashi
0: miike movie that's
1: uh, you know, like, I, like, I love no like i like his movies you're right but like watching audition i wanted to kill myself yeah you know? so, well, it's so like...
0: we, we, i don't think we'll cover it on the show maybe we will but like this movie called deadly prey i was you about earlier which is very much similar to this where it's just like a total passion project writer actor director pretty much just makes a uh like homage to his favorite genre and it's just like it's ridiculous. It's more like it's just like a fun movie. Yeah. Like I say, this is. I mean, I'm not gonna say this was a fun movie. I mean, it's. I think it's a very fun movie, but it's very dark. At the it's same dark. thematically it it's very dark. I like it. I like that. Because but it of is that. like. I mean, the violence in this was great.
1: Yeah, let's talk about the gore and like the whole special effects blood period because I'm excited for this. I want I really would love to know what the what part of the budget went to that because even from the opening, yeah, I don't know if we need to go through the whole movie. It's pretty self-explanatory I mean, even the I you know the Yeah, Ed's, I mean, Ed's
0: uh his um it's, it's p- like plot was pretty ga- gang violence the main character's name's Goose. Ed did leave that, which out. is
1: also an homage. Maybe, maybe not intentional, but an homage to Top Gun. <laughs> to Top Gun. Also, Captain Marvel. Um, Man,
0: so, Goose. He's that's Van Beber's character. He's a uh, kind of the leader of a gang, the, the Ravens. Um, his girlfriend convinces him to leave. He leaves. Um, no, why does she... It's because it's so dangerous, right? Just, I mean, just because she's she, sick of him being a gangbanger. She wants him just to be, like, straight and narrow.
1: Because the movie opens up... Opens on a... Now, they call that in-media res. That's the term when you when you begin... When you're plopped in the middle of something that's already happening. Oh, okay. So it's a very in-media <coughs> in res... Or in-media-ray, I guess know how you pronounce it. It doesn't matter. But, um, the point is that the movie opens up basically in, like, a kind of, um, you know, inter... well. A uh, gang war, gang on gang war, you know, yeah. war in, in a cemetery, and yeah, Even Van as... Beber.
0: I mean, okay, well, yeah. So it, we'll, we'll kind of go through the plot like as we, as it sure. unfolds, though. But yeah, sure. So yeah, that first. G- this is like our maybe three minutes into the movie. We have Van Beber's gang at the time, which is called the Ravens, and the other gang, which is called the Spiders, too, and two odd.
1: Animals to pick. Yeah.
0: And I don't remember who the leader of the spiders are. We'll just call him the le- spider leader. But he has this like blonde mustache. He's kind of the shithead who runs everything. And we'll get into all of his shit. He's reoccurring throughout. Interesting but, character. I mean, this movie starts with pretty ridiculous violence and gore within the first, like, five minutes.
1: Yeah, I mean, somebody in this in this scuffle, you know, somebody gets his hand shot off. I mean, yeah. Well, when I say hand shot off, I mean, like, you know, part of his hand is blown away. Yeah. Is, There's, yeah, like, an effect where well it's, done. like, a
0: hand on the ground, and it's kind of, like, a tight shot of it. Mm-hmm. And you just see, like, the ring finger and pinky just blow off of it. It's very well and done. Even, like, some of the knife violence where... Um, Goose is swinging at the spider leader, mm-hmm. and he gets him in the face a couple times. Like, it's pretty gory. It's good, man. Um, I, it, it, it yeah, I mean, it's it's good, and I it just... kind of lays the groundwork for what you're going to see later with some of Goose's uh, kung fu stylings. Yeah, there's some martial arts to,
1: to this. That, well, that's kind of what I mentioned. Why I mentioned it's like a it's like a, um, a way to live out his fantasy. Yeah, because his character. I mean it's like a perfect character. Well, okay, he's in a piece of piece of shit in the movie, but yeah. He's is, a deadbeat. He, he's a deadbeat he's a deadbeat in mind and body, basically. Yeah. Because I, I mean, god damn, what does he do? He first of all he has the hot girl, he's got the girl he can do karate, and he does it a lot. He's got the nun. He has
0: a whole very nunchucks. long
1: extended. Is it nun, nunchucks with
0: nunchucks? Nunchucks. Nunchucks training s- montage in the cemetery for a long time of just him going off. I mean, these
1: are just. He's basically like, how can I show the world all these fucking ridiculous, stupid sk- talents I have? Yeah. Um. I'll make a movie. Ba- and I'll just put them in there. You know. Yeah. Even though I'm, I'm basically making this movie around these skills. Yeah. I mean, hey, man, I respect that. It was I really fun. Know.
0: I mean. It's like, there's a lot of martial arts in this movie and they're pretty, uh, they're pretty impressive for like a I,
1: I mean, yeah, film I've student, student white dude, film
0: student, but, um, but yeah, so like it kind of starts with that gang warfare and that's kind of where, uh, his girlfriend talks him out of it at the end of that. Cause like they're fighting, uh, he gets a little bloodied, the other side gets way bloodied, people get their hands blown off, and then he's like, okay, I'm gonna leave the gang or whatever and and whatnot. But basically
1: um, yeah, so he leaves the gang. Now, I don't remember what instigates the murdering of his girlfriend.
0: So it was kinda like as he was leaving the gang, like the off we don't see it, but the gangs kinda came together without him and like formed an alliance. Oh yeah. So alliance. it was like you can't fuck up any of our guys anymore, and we won't fuck up any of your guys. But then he left the gang And they were like, oh, well, he fucked up. Like, the spider leader's, like, now saying, well, we're all together, but now that he's out, we can fuck him up. Because he's kind of not... If he was in the gang still, he'd be protected. But now that he's out of the gang, he's, like, fair game to fuck with. So that's why they go and get him. Because he's just pissed, remember, because he got his face slashed. That's right. Pretty so, good too. There was a lot of yeah, yeah. There was a lot
1: of slashing going on. He has a great knife, a pretty big knife that attached to like um.
0: Yeah, Goose has these brass knuckle, brass knuckle knife, like knife. Yeah, um, yeah, a freaking dope as hell, man. And he and like and so he gets out of the gang, and then his way of getting his way of going straight and narrow is doing what, Steve? His way of going,
1: str- uh, beating up his girlfriend or some shit? No, 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 selling cocaine oh yeah he wants that's to sell how cocaine he that's like how he's gonna be like
0: legit now that's right you really
1: that. i don't think he beats
0: up his girlfriend i mean well doesn't she get almost raped right at the beginning yeah but that's a that's by like oh that's a whole different like that's like a whole it's just that's, a a, non, that's like a random occurrence just a
1: random encounter
0: in the movie yeah, in dayton
1: in the broad daylight
0: no i think the, the the spider leader with the mustache might rape remember he beats his pregnant Chick that's right. At she's one point, like, I'm
1: pregnant. And he's like, "Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting." But I don't, think, I don't think I don't think
0: Goose beats uh Chris. That's his no. girlfriend's name. I don't. Well, he's they're, they're a little rough. They're a little rough together. But they're kind of you know both like deadbeats, '80s deadbeat kind of yeah. bad boy, bad girl. Yeah, kind of like the Sid and Nancy. Killers. You know, yeah. like the punk. There you the, go. Just kind of like punks who just are kind of like she gets very she volatile, it. but still, it's like. Uh, like, high passion in sure. every regard. It's like, they fuck hard, they fight hard.
1: Yeah, damn right. One of
0: those relationships.
1: That's what we all want. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, th- that's one, he's kind of in one of those type things. And then, you know, he breaks out of the gang. He's going straight, kind of, because he's just selling massive quantities of coke. <laughs> in his eye, that's pretty going straight, I guess.
1: <laughs> and Maybe it is, I don't know. Um, in the 80s in Dayton? Who the hell knows yeah. who that was?
0: And while he's out on, like, his big uh, coke sale, he... um. He leaves his girlfriend in her apartment, and
1: uh, now does he really fucking lock her in the apartment?
0: He padlocks okay, the a good door point. on the outside. Yeah, this is a really good point. He, when he leaves the apartment, he says, "I'm gonna lock the door," and she's like, "Okay." And I, we're, I'm kind of thinking, okay, he's gonna like you know lock and key right. the door, like so a normal like, he, person. but no, he goes outside, closes the door, and there's like a latch he and pad padlock, and he locks the door from the outside so that nobody else can get in. But that's, also, the girlfriend cannot get out. That is a very protective boyfriend, I guess. Maybe too much. I don't understand it. it. That doesn't really make sense. I don't, don't know if that's really necessarily that. a plot hole. Not that it mattered anyway. does not matter. Because the, as we're going to get into... Right now. The spiders send some hitmen to his house to kill him. No, I
1: don't remember. Was
0: it, was it bone, bone... Bone, song, bone Crusher. Bone Crusher. Was and him? some was other guy. guy. Bone Crusher is probably more important because he becomes kind of like a loose cannon... He always uh, was a loose cannon, dude. Like ridiculous character throughout the rest of the movie. He basically—I well, mean,
1: you don't see it on camera, but they get into the door. I'm assuming he, because you can see him bashing. Because they have golf clubs. That's kind of their weapon of choice. Again, I don't. That seems too flimsy to me. I feel like
0: you could use yeah, like a I, steel I think... bat
1: or something. But anyway, it doesn't. I guess that doesn't. You know, maybe the Dayton bats are more sturdy. Anyway, he's bashing it and he gets in. I you know, again, we don't see it on camera, but we see him bashing at the lock with the yeah. flimsy golf club, probably what, like a, I don't know, like
0: a 3 iron. It looks like a driver almost. It looks like, a, like a wood, a 3 wood. Yeah.
1: Um anyway, they get in and then he they oh just...
0: just as in a quick aside, Danny is the raven leader. So, we'll call him Danny from now on. Sure. He's the mustache guy. Okay. Sure. Or I'm sorry, the spider leader. Okay. Who, yeah, who, I can't keep up with this who shit. got his face fucking cut. So that's right. That's, well, they, the, a lot
1: of people got their face cut. Yeah, but opening.
0: Danny was the one who was pissed about it and punched his girlfriend, and then was like, "Go fucking kill, you know, goose." So, and then uh, they kill his
1: girlfriend. I mean, that's pretty yeah. much it's. Uh, you so know, they, not, they, there's not a lot. No, everything in this movie is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, they break in, they kill his girlfriend. I guess they just kind of they kind of stab her. No, no, they, they beat the beat shit out her, beat the shit out Even of her. Even though she has like a nice um, blood stain right on her like. It doesn't match up, but who cares?
0: Yeah, I mean, she's really bloody. Like, you kind of come... Like, Goose comes back and comes in. and this, Hence the holding the dead body. No! Yeah, and she's really fucking bloody and messed up. and uh, I don't really... Okay, so... I don't really understand this part. He comes back. Uh, Chris, his girlfriend, is dead. So, he's all upset. Oh, yeah. His love of his life has just been brutally beat to death with golf clubs and he's he's visibly distraught and by he it. is like yeah insanely sad and so what does he do instead of maybe like i mean clearly i get it like he's a drug dealer he's not going to call the cops he's not going to you know call an ambulance but is the best way to get rid of your dead girlfriend's body by wrapping her in a carpet and putting her in a trash compactor
1: yeah, I, I mean, and he just there's no there's no respect. He just drops her in this trash compactor in Dayton, Ohio. I mean, like, it, wouldn't oh, it? What, I mean, wouldn't too. it be
0: better just to like drop her at like a hospital or a morgue? A Viking funeral would have been or more, something. Would have been more realistic. It just seemed kind of like uh, I don't know. Then again, I don't know got, what the word is. Like, again, it seemed kind of disrespectful to yeah. your own. Somebody, I don't yeah, know, but
1: I feel like a like, like, like a pussy would do that. But a hard, hardened ex gang leader in the 80s in okay. Dayton, Ohio, who's to know what they were all about? Maybe that was normal for them, you so know. So you're saying
0: he's just, this is just like a this is how he does it. It's just how it's done, okay. You know? I kind of can get hard. behind that. No, I can he get said behind said
1: fuck that. what it said, fuck hard and kill hard, whatever. And that's yeah, fuck hard, fight hard, fight hard. Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: maybe well, that's what they do, yeah. So, I mean, Chris. While she was around, she was quite lovely. But uh, he, she could have
1: been a Steve's cutie if she had been there long enough.
0: But I just yeah. feel like there wasn't one much to kind of. I mean,
1: women were not treated very well. There's the movie, maybe so. four women in this whole movie. They all are pretty much. There's uh,
0: like uh, Danny's good. girlfriend that he knocks up, who he's like oh, fucking yeah. in the uh, like porn store at the beginning. Oh yeah. There's Chris, who obviously passes away. <laughs> Yes. And yes she does there's like the stripper at the after they have the heist Dude, the, what, who, the
1: topless one who just sits there and yeah. then they're like hey you gotta get out of here and then yeah. she leaves and, that's and then the there's like the her.
0: drunk girl in like zebra at the bar oh yeah and that's really oh, about yeah. the only women in the movie a lot lizard yeah there's like a there's like a truck stop like hooker who pops and up. that's that's literally it man that's literally every woman in the movie Oh, oh, and the clairvoyant at the beginning. Oh, yeah. She's the most respectful one there, I guess. She's the one that's... <laughs> this, like, old the lady who's, like, doing fortune telling. But, she, um... She
1: basically lays out the whole plot to the, you know...
0: To yeah, her. she tells Chris, like, you're gonna, like, yeah, she pretty much says everything. Like, that's She's a true happen.
1: clairvoyant, which explains why she had the Ouija board under in her... In her, her yeah,
0: well, yeah, we should go... I mean, I'm surprised Chris was in your cutie, because she, you know, she was also really, like cute witchy girlfriend that's true with red cloak red, the red robe oh. she was lighting candles right, and putting she spells
1: wins. yeah i feel like a lot of guys i mean every guy really wants that kind of hot gothic clairvoyant yeah. girl
0: for the soothsayer witchy girlfriend witchy witchy soothsayer lighting girlfriend. candles wearing red robes maybe a wiccan
1: yeah behind closed doors owns
0: a ouija board yeah all right that's kind of um nice. yeah i mean she's not she's not in the film for very long she only makes it through barely the first act but um, oh, this, this movie is an hour and twenty minutes long, which is mwah, I like that. Yeah, I know you like the short ones. I just, you know, I think you I, know, I, I do, like do too because stories, you know? Well, how long was audition? I think that, <laughs> that was, was like long. one of the longer ones we watched, uh, and it was like
1: each second worse than the last. Nothing happened in it except the last ten minutes, and it wasn't nearly as it wasn't even disturbing to watch. I don't
0: even like. I don't really like rehashing movies we've already watched, but I will never stop shitting on audition. Yeah, I'm sorry. Same. But <laughs> If you'll notice,
1: I haven't even brought up fucking Night to Dismember. I would ra- ra- I've would, i already
0: rage. said I would rather watch Night to Dismember any day over audition. I think I would too, honestly. Honestly, okay. okay. We're taking this quick sidebar here, but having a bunch of beers with your boys... Oh! Nice. Oh, oh, oh! Okay, we're back. Having, like... Night to Dismember is at least like a fun beer drinking, like Halloween movie. You put it on on Halloween. Yeah. You can have a good time watching it. You can laugh... I agree Audition Like well, you
1: had to pay Almost attention. zero
0: Redeeming qualities To it You
1: have to pay attention You just don't want to That's the thing About that movie <sighs> Like okay. it, it it, it asks for your patience And I have no Fucking patience For that movie
0: uh, Yeah I, They're showing it At midnight this weekend At main art I saw that when I Good it. luck staying awake and I was like How the hell Good luck staying that? Good luck going to a movie At midnight And then watching A two and a half hour uh, Of a guy Sitting on a phone With a fucking escort I'd, in rather, a bag I'd rather, shaking every once in I'd rather see their
1: room at midnight, and I don't want to be yeah. anywhere fucking near that kind of crowd. Are yeah. you kidding me? Ugh, movie fucking sucks. Okay, that's anyway. that's our
0: that's our audition rant for the evening. our, but our
1: once an episode how <laughs> terrible audition is. But
0: so after after Chris is murdered, Goose is then like really distraught, and he goes <laughs> back to his uh father's house. Um, who we find out is a Vietnam vet. What's up with? is it is it really well i don't know i read that on the wikipedia page Uh, i don't remember if he actually said that that's mentioned at all in the movie but i mean he's definitely very fucked up and in deep in the substances they they clearly do not have a good relationship no
1: because he lives in like a crack house anyway so yeah he
0: breaks into like a windowless apartment and he's just like starts drinking beer out of the fridge and you just hear like this like crackhead voice like who's in there I, I, I got, got a gun! gun, and it comes around the corner, and it's like, "Dad, it's me." And it's like, "Oh fuck!" It's
1: supposed to obviously be a little bit of a reveal. Ah, it's, I mean, it's actually my dad, this crazy guy. But you know, that's yeah. I call that call that shit. He never wears crazy. a shirt. No. It, it, oh, that's right. Yeah, he was wearing jeans and no shirt. Yeah. The dad. The dad look. Yeah, he I had a, he had that. like
0: a, it's like a proto-dad bod. He was still kind of like, he had like the little definition. He was almost ahead of its time when it comes to yeah, dad bods. Yeah, I mean like. It, a literal yeah. dad bod. His dad bod was pretty much, pretty rocking hard. But he's uh he's a junkie too. Well, Goose really isn't a junkie until. He's a deadbeat, I, he's not a junkie. No, but his dad's a junkie. His dad is a deadbeat junkie mix. Yeah, like, he's fucking drinking a shit ton of beer. And then Goose gives him a which, bunch of to money. To be fair, drinking
1: a certain amount of beer does not make you no, a junkie or a dick. No, meat. but this next sentence. Literally, maybe. But this this not next
0: really. sentence might make you a junkie, though, where your son gives you money and then you just go and buy a bunch of heroin. Yeah. Which kind of might make you a junkie.
1: Isn't this just funny how, like, when we we're younger, there's like, oh, this drug use in a movie. But now you see something like that. You see him put the needle in his between his toes, as they do. Yeah. And it's just like, I just feel like. I don't know. It's just funny how as you're younger, the rating system for mo- I don't know if those movies are rated at all, but the rating system is like an actual thing. And then once, as soon as you like, reach like 17, and you can see anything, this the whole concept of like a rating system is just gone. And you yeah, just, you get used to it. It's just interesting. I yeah, know. I mean, like, think like it out loud.
0: No, I think that is interesting because like there's movies too. Like um, I think like when you're younger, you put so much emphasis on like oh this thing's like rated R, like it's, it's gonna taboo. be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just it's not true. necessarily true. Like, there's some great Same thing for like, video games, you know. Right, like just because something's <clears throat> rated, high. and that's kind of why I like. I don't always believe that. Like when people are just like, "Oh, like this movie," like before it's even released, there's even a trailer. They're like, "Oh, it's going to get a hard R rating." Like, cool. Like it's going to be gory, but like still, I don't know. You just there's a lot of other factors it. than just. R rating gory movies, but I understand like why some, why some people wouldn't want like well, this like, like Spawn reboot or like mm-hmm. Hellboy to be rated PG thirteen. Like, I get that.
1: Speaking of that, now because you're you're a monster movie kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you like this. Uh, there's rebooting a lot of these now, which is cool.
0: Yeah, what have they rebooted other than the Mummy?
1: Well, they're they're uh, they and forthcoming. They just say, because oh. I, I told you about um about Upgrade the movie Upgrade. that mm-hmm. director's doing the Invisible Man. They have Swamp Thing from DC coming.
0: See Invisible Man. I've never really like. I read the. I know nothing about it. I, I just, read I'm the excited book. About it I think it was the HG Wells book. HG Wells. Yeah. Like I read the book and I've seen the originals and like the Invisible is, Man isn't is, he in a fucking League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? He's in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That General master, I fucking love that. That's movie. probably the best in, in, incarnation movie. of Invisible Man. It'd be so good.
1: I mean, the movie's terrible, but it's so good at the same. My thing.
0: favorite of the Universal monsters. Mm-hmm. Wolf, Wolfman. Wolfman. And we recently we got a Wolfman reboot with... Uh, 2012. Yeah, with Ben um Benicio Del Toro? Benicio Del Toro, it's yeah. Bad. I hear, I hear it's, right. it it's, it's very bad. I hear it's very bad. It's bad, but, but like, it. part of me just kind of enjoyed it because I just am such a sucker for werewolf movies, especially period piece werewolf movies. So I'm hoping that the Wolfman reboot... I mean, do you know if they're going to be like period piece type stuff? I don't know. I don't think that's really enough. I mean, these are all well, this is brand new. The idea of that would be cool if thing. it is because you know, I Universal
1: Monster movies are kind of back in favor, which I yeah, you know, I'm, I'm all for that. I think that's kind and of
0: another cool. thing too is the um, Penny Dreadful series was kind of good. If like I hear it's very good. if you like the monster movie type stuff like that, kind of is almost like *Leave and Story Gentleman* where it combines kind of the gothic horror of the late 1800s early 1900s into one movie where you have like frankenstein wolfman um there was another dracula one. is in there Ma- um,
1: macon blair who wrote he's a, he does a lot of jeremy saunier stuff he just was announced as directing something about he's writing and directing um the toxic avenger remake
0: mm. yeah that's
1: gonna be good that's right that's not quite good. the same idea but uh, yeah that's gonna be cool shit um, anyway, yeah, I just, I, I, th- I think it's going to be, I think, it's, yeah, uh, universal it's, monsters. Yeah. I like, if, them. if they can give them to these directors, it makes sense. Like you, you haven't seen upgrade yet. No, you should, What you fucking should. It makes sense. I think he'll make an a, a really good invisible man movie. And I think that making play, I mean, I don't toxic Adventure's a different idea, but the point is, you know, I think that if you give these, the right filmmakers, these, you know, these universal monster ideas, um, you know, IPs, um, I think that they can handle that. Because I know they, they. the whole idea was that they were, they were going to have the whole the dark universe, you know, of all the... You know, with the first one was the mummy. And then it came out and it was fucking garbage. So they kind of, okay, maybe we should not do this anymore.
0: I mean, I'm kind of... Uh, this is for a whole different podcast. But I'm kind of getting sick of this whole, like, joined universe, like...
1: Uh, I mean, I get it. Everyone's trying I don't to know. catch up. It with just seems like
0: Marvel. everything's trying to do like Marvel and stuff. And it's like well, some I things mean, don't necessarily, you don't need to shoehorn it to make it. Like I'm not that, sure if I'm gonna know. say
1: everything. I mean other than D C and Marvel. Well, that's the only
0: one. Right. But if they're trying to do this with Universal, if they're trying to do this with other stuff, I where think it's... I
1: think if they were if they were to try to introduce a, a new one, I think I would I like the Universal Monster
0: property. Yeah, but I don't want like a universal monster movie to fall into like this Marvel comic book formula where it's like, you know, at the end of each come at the end of each monster movie, there's like an end scene where it reveals the next <laughs> so you're movie. You're talking to the wrong guy. And it's just I'm a, like, you know, you know, huge just, Marvel movie. That's guy, what I'm so. saying where it's just like, I would I don't, love that. But, that but that's, it feels like that's just like trying to be like Marvel and capitalize yeah. on their stuff. And I, I don't know. I can't
1: blame them for seeing how much fucking money that Marvel makes. It makes sense to me. But I mean, hey, it could be worse, you know. I mean, I think that, yeah. You know, I mean, I, you're right that it's not good because it just gets rid of all the new shit. It's all just everyone trying to rehash. each other. Yeah, you know? I
0: just don't want cookie cutter things. No, um, you know, but that's that's my take. If on I it. have,
1: if we have to get one, I'm glad it's
0: Universal monster movies, and I'm it's if, if, if yeah, I'm glad I that ex- they're getting. I good. Hope that they're going to be good because yeah, Wolfman wasn't that great, and the new well, Mummy. This I, is I didn't a different see. Ki- this is a different.
1: But... I'm not going to use the word era because it's dramatic. But this is a different era of that i because i mean this is the fact that they gave lee winnell the director's doing invisible man and upgrade that's obviously a good sign of what the what direction
0: they're going with and i think that's really cool so well hopefully it turns out well but let's get back to deadbeat at dawn and talk about some of this fucking gore we haven't yeah we can hammer through the gore i mean let's get through this gore because that's the that's the part of the movie that really took it from me liking it to me fucking loving it. I wasn't sure if it would be as gory as you said, but it's
1: pretty gory. You know? Yeah. I, it's and, just funny how, it, again, the, bringing up the whole idea of like, it'd be, I feel like we're just so sensitized to it. You know? I mean, it's really gory, but it doesn't... It, it is, but it doesn't feel as shocking as it could be Just for me just because I'm
0: just a, so used and to it. And a lot of it's like gun violence, but it's like... A lot, I'm gonna A lot of it's th- knife violence, I would say. Yeah. But it's like, the gun violence, I would compare almost to something like a robocop where it's like just so over the um, top, over the top. It's like height- it's it's heightened you're getting reality. shot with a machine gun and there's like literally like just like your blood is spurting out of you like everywhere B- bits and,
1: of you being blown right apart, like blown it away. is
0: like um it's just like all of the violence is super fucking overdone which i think is really i prefer that i like that yeah i mean if you're gonna make a low budget movie Fucking overdo your violence. Don't fall out with it, man. Because that's what's gonna make it crazy. And I mean, this movie was made for ten grand, and you, like you said, most of the blood is probably cheap paint and shit. Like it looks thick and disgusting. It does, yeah, and like messy all the time. But it's so good. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, like some of the big gory scenes are like the first one off the bat is that guy getting his hand shot off. It's a pretty cool effect. It's just so quick. <laughs> um, after that, I think the next big one was. I'm trying to think. Like, I think it was just a lot of like gunshot wounds, like close up. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of. Uh, at one point, um, there's like, remember that car chase scene? And there's like a worker. Oh, yeah. There's like a road worker, and he gets hit by the car, and it just like splatters all over the windshield. Oh, that reminds me. Two bone crushers death. What that's that's oh. a good that's another good one where he oh, gets yeah. thrown off the building. Actually, that might... I mean he gets
1: fucked up before then.
0: Yeah, so there. So okay, we should. So pretty much plot wise, uh, the junkie father Van Beber uh, Goose fucks him over, leaves, comes back with the gang. They kind of screw him over, and now he's having revenge against the gang. So he goes and kills everybody. That's but, pretty much the whole plot. That's the whole plot. The same it's like very that. simple. So at this point, he's like going into um. He's he's like in the train tracks and he's fighting all of the gang members and he's fighting Bone Crusher with the numb trucks and he throws a ninja star. It gets stuck in right bone forehead, yeah. Bone Crusher's head. It reminded
1: me of the episode of South Park, the good times with him. Yeah. South Park episode. He
0: and then he starts uh, like tussle they're like fighting on the ledge of a building and does he stab him? I don't remember how he kills him, but he eventually gets him over the building. And he see, falls to his death. He's like
1: almost dead before he gets thrown off the building. Yeah. So it might I'm be the ninja remember. star in his head. Maybe. I, mean, I thought. I thought there was
0: one more thing. That I thought there was knows. one more thing too. Like maybe he got strangled. But no, nah, I wasn't strangling.
1: But I know he... somebody gets his throat ripped out. Was that him? Yeah, we'll
0: get to that at the end. That's 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 Danny. Oh yeah. But Bone Crusher gets thrown off the building and he lands in traffic, and a car comes and hits his body, mm-hmm. and you see like this decapitated head rolling. And it looks so fake, but it's just so like it's clearly like a rubber mannequin <laughs> head, but I mean, they covered outrageous. it in so much fake blood that it almost looked like real because it was just so like it's well done. I think it it's it's well was done. so like bloody, like it was so dismembered and like smushed looking, like I don't know. I do like that they have they do have some sort of like exposition um, monologue from him as
1: he's talking to his kind of lackey. Yeah, it's a guy. it's a
0: famous um it's a pretty famous quote. I've actually heard it before. I don't remember. If I it mean, was... it's not. I, I wouldn't call. I okay, mean, it's, it's not a famous quote. But it's, it's something that's been said a million times in other movies. It, no, it's it's a it's a fucking sample for um, God, well, a you... pretty famous metal album. Is it really? Yeah, I mean, basically, basically. I fucking hate
1: people, man. It's basically fucking... just like him saying how like yeah. nothing that can no high can match the high of right after you kill a man, yeah. I and mean,
0: when you see on. the light Let go him, out like... in
1: his eyes, it gets you off. It's it's kind of generic, but it's kind of exposition. I mean, I assume it's kind of trying to make you not like him because he's obviously he's a loose fucking yeah. Cannon. Okay, I guess
0: okay. It's not a very popular band or fucking album, but it's Impetigo's. Horror of the Zombies album samples this movie a fuck ton, and it mm. samples particularly Bone Crusher's uh, dialogue during that scene. Man, that ain't nothing compared to the rush you can get when you're killing somebody, man. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: When you're looking in their eyes and you're seeing all that life just go right out of them, it's power. I hate people, man, I don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about nothing. Nah. All my life, people have fuck with me. Don't you fuck with me, man. I just fucking hate people. I hate people, and I don't care. I just don't fucking care. I don't care. No, I am the best motherfucker You ever saw
0: Confirmed. It's a good album Go listen to it it's If you like fucking Really like cheesy Death metal From the 90s But yeah I mean The whole line Is pretty fucking great And Which is the scene Where he Is stabbed at, Oh no that's Danny It's the last we Yeah get to that. Actually you know What this is reminding me of too Kind of Going back to Before we kind of Wrap the gory stuff With Danny's death Um The one of the parts that I thought was one of the more maybe horror and scary parts. It's not really scary, but when Goose is uh left the gang and he's kinda like on his own. Remember he goes and has that those dreams in the graveyard? Oh yeah. And you see his girlfriend, Chris, walking around in like this bloody sheet, and it's kinda spooky, and then she collapses and he sees Danny standing over her. And he rips the sheet away, and there's, like, a like decaying skull
1: kind of thing. He almost skull fucks his chest.
0: Yeah, and he just, like, rips the rips the skull apart and starts, like, finger fucking, like, the rotting brain in it. It's well done. It's it, looks pretty, pretty, it looks pretty good. It's pretty crazy looking. Like, it looks like a legit, like, dead body. <laughs> like, yeah. corpse.
1: Well, um, we knew we could have, you know, unearthed such a thing. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, like, that was a pretty well done, uh... I'm not gonna say it was horror, but it was just kind of more of like an unsettling it is. nightmare. It's, it's scene. Shock. It's shock. Nightmare scene in the movie. I, I, I will now demon. I'm gonna call it shock schlock. Yeah, Put but on a fucking t-shirt. You know what? Shock schlock. Danny gets his. He does at the end. He gets his just desserts. His yeah. He's uh, there. He gets in the car. He's driving real fast. He's uh. Goose has got his, like, arm in the car, and he's, like, holding on for some stunt work. This is, a, this is a work.
1: wonderful feat of stunt work, right? Yeah. Exactly. He's
0: getting, like... The, uh, Danny's, like, slamming the car against a wall, and it's, like, dragging Goose, who's, like, hanging on, like, against the wall, and it's ripping his shirt and ripping his arm open. It's a pretty good, like... It's fantastic. It's all great effects. It's
1: one of those things where it's, like, this movie should have cost a lot more than yeah. 10 grand. Like, you would be surprised by how... Yeah. How... Easily, money can be spent on a movie. You know, like it, it yeah. costs a lot more than you think it has.
0: And uh, and it, and then so he eventually pulls him over, gets out. They're they're having a fist fight. They're fucking each other up. Danny stabs Goose like fucking fifteen times in the gut with like a shank. Yeah, it's like a, a sh- sh- yeah, sh- like sh- a sh- total prison style, like prison sh- sh- style, exactly. Right in the like gut area which i hear is like the worst place to ever get stabbed especially probably like 20 times yeah um so that happens to uh, goose and then goose finally muscles him down fucking goes for the throat just rips that fucker out
1: and again it's just it's a medium shot on him it's it, I mean, it's obviously a dummy, but it. I think they it looked. A really good job. It looked cool though, even though it looked
0: kind of fake. It still looked cool. I don't know. And didn't
1: Van, Ebers, Van Beber's do this the special effects? Yeah, I mentioned that earlier? Yeah, yeah.
0: So I don't know. It was really. It was a cool effect. He just ripped out his throat, throws it down on the ground. Oh, it's great. It's well done. It really is. Like I'm just. I'm surprised yeah. by how.
1: Well done. The special effects are for a ten thousand dollar budget. But. I
0: mean, that's pretty much the movie. I mean, I don't think we can praise it enough. I think it was fucking awesome. It's fun. It's a very fun. Movie. I, I I might rewatch it again at some point this summer because uh, it was Shutter. just it was fun. Keep it around, yeah. You know?
1: You should get that Blu-ray. It's on I, Blu-ray. Uh, now. I kind of want to get the
0: Blu-ray too you because I, I'd love to watch, I watch those it. bonus features and uh, so
1: feature-length documentary almost as long as the movie
0: itself. Yeah, about yeah, the my making birthday's of coming it. up. Maybe I'll ask my ask some people for. Uh, oh, there you go. Deadbeat at Dawn, Steel Box. But yeah, I mean, it looked it the the bonus features. Yeah, I'd be I would love to watch that and hear Van. I mean, it said Van Beber's not really in it a ton, but I would still just love anybody who put the research into. Mm-hmm. Find out more of this story, yeah. Because he is, I mean, I, you know, this is the definition of a cult action movie. I would say, you know, yeah. This Agreed. this is up there, and so it's got a
1: roll. I mean, you know, because he has, he's clearly influenced by so many other filmmakers and so yeah. many other action
0: movies. I think you know, there's a lot there that you know it's, you get a lot of bang for your buck. So this, I mean, long story short, this movie, I would say. Two hundred percent blade job approved. Very blade job approved. Um go watch this. If even if you're like if you've seen Death but even if you're not like a huge action like cheesy action movie, I mean go watch this. It's fucking awesome. It's suspend not suspend your disbelief. It's not really yeah. horror It's not it's but it's not really just straight up dumb action. It's got I don't know. It's really good. Really good movie, guys.
1: I'm 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 because you have a bookshelf full of tapes of uh, VHS tapes and I've seen fucking so few of these. It's just crazy to me. I got
0: Death Wish in there. I see
1: it. Yeah. I mean, I just to name a few on here just for funsies that I haven't seen. Just random ones that I'm picking here yeah. that I know I've seen Eyes Wide Shut. Because of course it's Kubrick. I've seen. He's my boy. It's good. I've seen, I saw the Faculty way back in the day. I mean, there's shit I haven't. There's I've seen Cabin Fever. I haven't seen the Blob. I haven't seen. I've seen Blade Runner. I didn't care for it
0: what um, i didn't care for it. the
1: first blade runner yeah i mean you've got hellraiser i've never seen any of hellraisers i have any all predators that. i have so Robocop. many hellraisers i've seen i haven't seen salem's a lot but I've, i have the book i'm never gonna read it i've, I've seen no tremors <gasps> i know i know
0: we might have to have a movie night maybe I when i get my to. new place i would
1: love to because there's just so much this is so much that i'm seeing here that i've never seen yeah, I saw a young. That's not young Frankenstein.
0: No, but I do have all the Universal I've Frankenstein's. I've seen the lost. Um, World. I have Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, and Son of Frankenstein uh, from the like 30s. Oh, okay, so I don't know if you've seen those. I have I, not. I also have I also have Dracula and Wolfman. The only so Rambo the f- I've
1: seen is the, is the fifth one from 2008. Oh, dude, you got to watch First Blood Part Two. I've never two. seen the Omen. I'm I've seen yeah. no Tremors movies.
0: Oh, Tremors is so fucking fun.
1: I know, dude. Well, I mean, I know that's the okay. ultimate like beer
0: monster movie. <laughs> I've
1: not seen Shaft. I'm trying to think of any that more shaft that Shaft just- tape is fucked. Unfortunately, I think here. it's got too much. It might have a little mold in it. I've seen like one or two Friday the Thirteenth. So I couldn't tell you anything about them. I've just you know I've seen a lot of stuff. It's just not horror stuff, you know. And,
0: and dude, some of these on tape, like they're just so. It's I don't know. There's just something authentic. about watching it on tape, like aesthetically, like of it's so like, especially like Trick or Treat, like mm-hmm. Hellraiser, like anything, any 80s horror, like The Blob, even that like Slumber Party Massacre I have somewhere down there. Like that's seen so No Mad fucking, Max except
1: for the newest one.
0: I don't know. There's it's just a different level. I've seen I've seen Hackers
1: we'll get Jaws, to that some I've other seen. time
0: dude i have all the nightmares on yeah, elm street i've seen one of them i think those are fun next halloween we'll have a fucking tape night we'll we'll we'll, we'll get together
1: there's just so many of these movies i'm just like boy these
0: are all movies that i of course know all about
1: you know i sure spend a lot of my time looking researching shit like this and that's my, my more than half my life but i've never physically seen them i was that blair witch oh nice i've seen blair witch
0: I love Blair Witch. Yeah, that's a good one. No, it's a hot take, but. All oh, do right, you let's, like, uh, do you like the
1: garbage sequel, Book of Shadows? It has no fucking connection at all. Yeah, to the I did one. like it, actually. There's also no connection and there's no book at all, no book of any but shadows. But it was fun. It. And I like the newest one, Bl- uh, Blair
0: Witch. I remember when I that was called. was called Blair be... Witch.
1: It was, yeah. Adam Wingard. Yeah, he's doing the uh, Godzilla versus Kong next year. Ooh.
0: Yeah. All um, right, man. I'm going to. I'm playing this. We're watching. Uh... <sighs> Fuck, okay, we're <sighs> getting into wrestling now wrestling segment we're getting into this is eight so okay i'm gonna start from the top here i'm playing this on the network i'm sorry for the time stamp but you just have to find it it's we're right at the top with the Kerry von eric jerry lawler match okay so steve yes sir this is 1988
1: two years before i was born two years Fun before fact. steve
0: was born Fun fact uh this is like uh three years after the first wrestlemania so oh, okay. WWE is still WWE is huge. No, this was WWF, wasn't it? WWF, yeah. But this is <laughs> yeah, not right. WWF. This is a different right. company called AWA. Which... So w- w- would this be like the AHL
1: to the NHL? Is this like a, a notch below, or is it more unilateral? Not unilateral, really,
0: because or... this it was still like so wrestling was still really like regional at the time. Sure. So this is like Midwest wrestling. Okay. This is like out of um. Uh, I believe Minneapolis, so oh, St. Wow. Paul, Minneapolis. Okay, uh, but you know Detroit. We like if you were watching wrestling in the eighties, you know you, back then, like you would get your local cable, right? Sure. So you would have got AWA. You wouldn't have really. You probably wouldn't have got WWF. Hmm. You know, you have to kind of think back in the day. People didn't have satellite. People didn't have internet. So you got whatever was shown on your TV station, right? Yeah. You had like. What six channels back then? May- okay, maybe with cable you maybe had more, but you you only would see what was local to you essentially. Sure. And AWA was like the Midwest local. Got it. Okay. So, so Jerry Lawler. Yeah. So this is Jerry Lawler, and you're kind of familiar with Jerry. Right? I am kind of familiar with. You're it, like yeah. you familiar with like the Kaufman stuff at all? No. Mm, maybe. Maybe. So you know Andy Kaufman? Yes. Taxi driver, or not taxi driver, just taxi right. and the comedian. Yep, he did the he did a thing with Jerry Lawler where uh, is very famous. Where they had a feud that went. It was really kind of the first time where people were questioning if you know he, he was kind of saying wrestling's fake, wrestling's worked, like nothing's real. And then Jerry Lawler beat the fuck out of him, and Andy really, you know, sold it, pretended it was real, and stuff, and kind of legitimized it. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: okay, didn't know that.
0: So all of that was previously took place before this. So what we're watching here is called uh, AWA Super Clash, which is kind of their response to WrestleMania. I would say. Okay, so that was
1: our main ev- big event, big main event. Yeah, and- this
0: is like a super show. It's probably like a two and a half hour show. You know, big super card, and I believe this is like... Okay, okay actually, so, real quick. So, you see Kerry Von Eric there. He's the WCCW champion, which is out of Texas. That's okay. Don't really worry about that. Sure. But you saw him checking his arm there. I did. He, according to legend, mm. and according to Jerry Lawler and Reese in recent interviews, Kerry was... T- you know, tying the blade up for his blade job that's going to come later in the match. And he went to, like, scratch his arm or something but it's before the show. And he cut himself. And he fucking cut himself super deep. So you're going to see him this whole match checking that arm. Because huh. he has, like, a super deep cut there. And you'll see once he takes his shirt off, he is fucking jacked. And I guess according to jerry every time he would fucking flex that muscle and it hurt hurt like a bitch or turn it would just rip that cut open deeper nice so you see jerry lawler is the champion here so it's champion versus champion but um but yeah so awa was like the midwestern kind of company and lawler Huge, huge Memphis name. He would go on. I mean, I don't. You probably aren't super familiar, but he he went on to be the main announcer for the Attitude Era in WWF.
1: That might be where I recognize the name from. That's
0: that's like his big claim to fame with people our age, because he was done wrestling probably by like ninety three, pretty much. Okay. Uh, you know, he is for ripped. the most part. Holy
1: shit, he's ripped as hell. Look at yeah. Those pecs, good lord.
0: Yeah, and a lot of so. I mean, Kerry Von Erich. I mean this is kinda of, this is kind of a slower match at the start here, so I'm probably gonna talk over a lot of it. Like it just started, but I'm gonna talk over some of it because the blade job doesn't come for quite a while, but um Carrie Von Eric was really tight with like Ultimate Warrior. Oh, okay. Um they kind of had similar builds, they were both fucking insane kind of. But um but he's coming in kind of as like the true like a baby face. I mean Fucking look at him. I mean, like, the, the fucking chicks loved him. Which one? Uh, Von Eric? Von Eric, right. W- yeah, so he's with the short tights. Oh, yes. Lawler. Uh, I mean, I'm sure some chicks liked him, but he's definitely more of the heel, um, as we'll see. And you can see Von Erich there looking at his uh, arm again, just to make sure it's not busted open. Because huh. it is fucking... It's gonna bust open. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he yeah. has, like, liquid stitches in, but... right. It's uh, it's gonna get. Boy, he is ripped as shit. Yeah, he My is. God, ripped. look at um, this boy. And this is like, I, this. I know this isn't really your f- favorite style, Steve. I know you're like a super wrestling fan now, but <laughs> I, I like
1: the. This yeah. isn't really
0: your. This is very old school wrestling. A lot of like grappling, like this, like holds, like yeah. This is back when people really thought it was legit. Still, so it's a lot of actual wrest like wrestling, wrestling and punch like it's not as much crazy spots you know what i mean yeah so it's a lot more like i like i
1: like the flips i like the spins i like the jumps
0: like so this is how wrestling kind of was for a long time where it's you know grab a guy you know push him in the corner like this like lawler's kind of cheating a little getting in the face it's very very old school yeah um but I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to kind of talk over this a little bit because I wanted to kind of tell you a little bit about the Von Ericks. Yes. So, Kerry mm-hmm. Von Eric here in the ring, mm-hmm. he would go on to be called Texas Tornado in WWF. He's chucking that arm again. <laughs> he, and uh, so, I don't know if right now, but I think coming, I think soon, he actually gets in a really bad motorcycle accident. He, it might have been right now. And he actually loses, like, almost like two thirds of his foot. Really, and he wrestles with like an artificial foot leg thing through most of his WWF run. I think right here he might be, um, he he might be completely like able bodied and right. whatnot. But at some point he does lose like a lot of fucking shit. Yeah. But um.
1: Is that all blood on on the on on the yeah? That's dried blood from pre. This is like Uh, probably one of the final matches. This is a main event kind of deal. Yeah, got it.
0: Um, but really, what I wanted to talk about kind of was the um. So Kerry Von Eric and the Von Eric family. They're from Texas. There was like six of them, I think. And like, if there's ever going to be a wrestling movie, wrestling TV series, I mean. It it should be on this family because they history, yeah. so Carrie von Eric here, who's in the ring, he died at age thirty three. Oh wow. He killed himself with a gun, mm-hmm. shot himself in the chest. His he had he was one of how old how many were there? He was one of uh six brothers there's oh, only one brothers. alive today holy shit so the von ericks were like a wrestling family in texas um the father is kind of you could maybe say it's kind of like similar to like a like a jackson scenario where he really pushed them into wrestling pushed sure. them really hard okay. a lot of them might have had like some mental issues and stuff because of that so out of all of the Von Eric kids, um, five of them died, only one has survived.
1: And did they all suicide for all of them, or is it just some so, other random ways? So,
0: David Von, so one of them, uh, I, Jack, mm-hmm. I guess, died at age six. Oh, by, by an on accident, he drowned, uh. which is unfortunate. But 1984, David Von Eric, who was a wrestler, died in Tokyo from, a uh, like, a uh, like, uh, what do they call Like appendicitis, or where your appendix ruptures. Yeah. And back then, I guess you could actually die from that. Ooh. So he died from that. And then the three other brothers, Mike, Chris, and Carrie, all committed suicide.
1: Good Christ. Wow. Mike
0: killed himself with a uh, suicidal overdose. Chris shot himself with a handgun. And Carrie shot himself in the chest with a shotgun. There's only one surviving Kevin Von Erich. So this guy in the ring eventually killed himself in nineteen ninety three along with four of his other brothers who had oh not. I guess they didn't all kill themselves, but Right. They it was six though. brothers, one is still alive today. And it, it is just it is wonder, probably wonder, one of the most like depressing stories in wrestling just because I wonder how how the survivors' guilt has been. I don't know. Cuz I mean brutal. with so much with with the suicides and stuff. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Like it's so much of like like you just you just
1: have to wonder like, you know, what all of them, you know, am I, you know, I'm yeah. saying like is, and I believe the and survivor. I believe the
0: survivor was the oldest of all of them. Ooh, so yikes. he's like the older brother. And all of his younger brothers committed suicide, or died. Other than the way. one who drowned, right? And the one who had the appendicitis. Jesus Christ, man! But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tragic just, story. The Von it's, a, it's probably one of the most tragic stories, and I'm surprised it really hasn't been like a ESPN documentary on them. Yeah, or that something. surprises like, me. To have a whole family like that, where three of them kill themselves, one dies, just. Kind of unexpectedly in his twenties, you know, he was like only like twenty four or something, and then funny how
1: people in the eighties. I mean, this isn't what this is, but like if you look at like I picture twenty four year old, you know, in the eighties, and they look so much freaking older than they
0: do now. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's kind of the thing. Like a lot of people, like I feel like there was a lot of talk. Like people were like wrestlers were dying young because of like steroids and stuff mm-hmm. and stuff like that but sure the more you kind of like the more people start talking nowadays and you, the more interviews you hear like it really sounds like what caused a lot of wrestlers to die young was more like
1: was it his reckless behavior i think in well, in general? it was
0: reckless behavior but i think a lot of it too was like painkillers mm. You know a lot yeah. of people getting hooked on. Uh, it's like
1: football plays with CTE. You yeah, know?
0: and I think there's a lot of CTE. There's a lot of brain damage, and I mean, look at Benoit and stuff. Like, there's a lot yeah. of people who really had damaged brains and stuff. And
1: I'm sure a lot of um, the, you know, me- the medical area of wrestling, yeah. I'm sure, is taking its sweet goddamn time to advance in terms of how yeah. they care to diagnose and treat. And, I mean, as um, much as we people. love
0: Blade Jobs and we love the violence, like, there's a reason why WWE is more tame today. Sure, absolutely. And it's because there were, you know, people fucking killing. I mean, you can look back, even in the past ten years, there are wrestlers who killed themselves. Yeah. You know, because of brain damage and stuff. So, I mean, I kind of get it, but the Von Ericks are a super fucking interesting story of, I mean, I guess more of a tragedy because a lot of them too were, you know, huge stars. Sure. I mean, look at this guy's look. Yeah. I mean, he's like a great-looking guy. And you know, you know, what's
1: great looking, not to be insensitive to move on from that, but uh Go ahead. Lawler's hair is gorgeous. Good Law- okay, Lord. yeah.
0: Let's let's get back into the match. But I, I just wanted to kind of give a little a backstory on the Von Erichs because they are oh, such an interesting story and is like fascinating. I said, Kerry Von Eric's only going to be with us for 5 more years after this match, which is kind of crazy to think cuz he's like in his prime.
1: I feel like suicide by shotgun to the chest. I feel like there has got to be easy way to go. You know, easier ways to go about that.
0: Yeah. Well, his brother did it, one in the head. That's how you do it. And then the other brother did uh pills.
1: I feel like the pills are probably the best way. I just feel like a shotgun to the chest seems like needlessly messy and painful.
0: Yeah. Well, he might not have been all there. Yeah, I mean, know.
1: yeah, no, I mean, you know, people have their reasons unfortunately, so you know, it's is what it is to where they couldn't get the help they needed but yeah i feel like a lot of this is probably uncharted territory still in terms of the mental health and med- medical you
0: know well-being well I, yeah i don't think there was any mental health checks back on no. people i, I mean in, are there 19 1993 even okay yeah. so back to the match here yeah. <laughs> fucking von eric just flung jerry lawler onto the ref oh look at this pile driver as a going up pile for driver, bone,
1: a classic. Is pile driver the most like popular? So like... pile
0: drivers are kind of banned now. Really? Because oh, because of the head trauma. They're probably, so right? dangerous. Yeah, because they're can so up your neck. easy to botch. But I. So you see how they kind of did that, where um, they fall back on their butt. Yeah. Even Lawler does that too. And I mean, personally, that's my favorite type of pile driver. Mm-hmm. Like some people, like Undertaker and stuff. Now they they get you up and they go down to like their knees. Kind of, Uh, okay. But I love when they like Mick Foley, Mankind, Cactus Jack. Like back when he did all those characters, he would do the butt pile driver, and I don't know. It just looks so much like more brutal. It looks more complete as a move.
1: I get that, but um. Who's this guy over here? Now hes like like—I don't—they I don't really said it—they showed it. I didn't really was Yeah, I don't attention. know all the
0: backstory here. I know this is Fair so, The most I know is that this is like a champion versus champion match. It's uh, Lawler Von Eric. so Von Erich for the uh, WCCW, which is out of Texas, and Lawler for the AWA out of the Midwest.
1: Now, there is no blood yet. Just, uh, just to, uh, to update no. the audience here, there's no blood no yet. No blood yet. You, I mean, you yeah, might start to a see a, bit a on little the arm.
0: blood from Von Erich's arm leaking a little. See his arm bleeding Yeah, there? I see it. Um, but that's just did the... Did I say,
1: you know what, did I say Lawler? I I, I meant Von Eric's fucking hair, not Lawler's. Oh,
0: yeah, no, Lawler's hair is not that great. No. That's Von Erich. That's what I'm saying, he's a heartthrob through and through. That's so cool. That's crazy. why it's crazy he would kill himself. And, yeah. So Lawler you can see he's got brass knuckles and he keeps hiding it in his trunks like this. Oh, uh, that's the why re- he's doing the that. The ref would di- disqualify him. Okay. So he's got brass knuckles in his trunks and he keeps uh he doesn't have them right now but he 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 kind of punched Von Erich in the face and then tucked his hands into his trunks. Kind of looked like a fucking just like holding his junk. And now Von Erich is bladed. Uh, and you can already see the blood on Jerry. Oh, there's
1: that. That's the wound. There's the blood yeah. gushing. Very nice. And uh, it's that will, of course, mesh very well with his white spandex pants. Yeah, there, that's gonna look nice.
0: It's gonna. It's. It gets bloodier from here. So Jerry's fist is fucking bloody right now, just from punching Von Eric.
1: Oh, it's so funny how I make. I up until recently I mixed them up in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, I see Jerry Lawler as uh, Van Eric. But no, so no, von Erick, yeah, man, von Eric's like man. von Eric's the long hair. Course, Jerry course, the, the dark
0: hair. That's fucking crazy, yeah. man. They Punching all...
1: him again. He takes a suck under the chest. Huh? Five years later, that body, huh? Who? Von Eric. Von Eric.
0: Yeah, no, he's man. fucking jacked as shit, and that's what I guess they were saying was like every time he flexed that bicep, it sure. just tore that that cut those yeah. shitty stitches they put in. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, like, literally his skin was too tight for his muscles.
1: Man. It's just crazy. I think about that story about all the Van uh, Erics, Von Erics, and...
0: Yeah, I mean, we can... I mean, yeah, seriously, I mean, there needs to be a documentary about that, because it is such a tragic story, and, like, and it's not even just a... I mean, it's just a tragic sports story of, Yeah,
1: exactly. A
0: whole, like... Imagine if, like, the Jackson 5, all of them died or killed themselves besides one person what's well, like if like if, they're, if, they're, uh, they're essentially stars from birth
1: if if Ezra Edelman can direct a what like a seven part series on OJ and made in America for a for ESPN films you think they'd be able to or was it, it doesn't matter ESPN films you think they would be able to do some sort of series on the Von Erichs I
0: you know what I would be you know I think oh my so look at this Carrie is just bleeding, like, right into Jerry's mouth. Dude. Yeah. Like, right now.
1: This is the 80s, man. We gotta be careful with that.
0: This is the late 80s. This is the 80s crisis, baby. But look at his face. It is fucking... Yeah, it's Talk about a crimson, crimson mask. mask. Yeah, yeah, and Jerry's getting the rope break there.
1: So, it, the legs are on the rope. That's obviously... So his, that, he so, can't be tapped out. Or he can't... So,
0: yeah, if you're getting, like... So, he was kind of submitting Jerry there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get your leg on the rope, it's like you have to back off. Got it. Yeah, it's kind of like, this is kind of where, like, wrestling, like, so wrestling obviously is derived from, like, amateur wrestling, like, you know, college Olympic wrestling. Sure. But there's also parts where it's, like, kind of based on almost more like boxing, where boxing has, like, if you're up against the ropes, you know, you have to back off and stuff. So it's kind of similar, like, in that regard. So it's kind of a, that's why wrestling kind of is, like, a mixture of both those i guess if you're like rule wise and there were times in especially in the 80s in wrestling where you couldn't go off the top rope even you'd be disqualified so it's it's just more like old school shit but and this is old school but um hold on one second here but Yeah. yeah i mean yeah i mean i like i was saying i think that with I think wrestling kind of is becoming more popular in pop culture, whether it be with... Oh, for sure. Just WWE, you know, with Netflix doing Glow. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a... Jerry hitting him again with the brass knuckles. And he
1: pockets it back in his pants. That's that's funny.
0: He's a great heel. He's probably one of the best heels maybe ever. Interesting. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see, like, a wrestling... Some kind of wrestling-type show... That kind of chronicles the history of wrestling in the next five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially something yes. about like the older days.
1: I just I'm laughing because whenever he pulls you go know, you whenever Lawler goes into his shorts to get their brass knuckles, the camera crew all the photographers get up there to say they can have a good pick of that. It's funny. You can yeah. see him do that.
0: But yeah, that's like this is like old, old school heel shit. Like keeping brass knuckles in your yeah. shorts. I'm
1: assuming that's no and longer like, goddamn the case. I
0: mean it's Look at this! Just punch I, 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 I've
1: noticed that a lot of people uh, in videos that we've seen, if they know that they bladed, they'll attack the cut that they yeah. blade the blade cut, which is makes sense. It's just I've noticed that that's kind of a common theme.
0: And back in the day, like this clearly isn't one of them. I mean, I think Kerry clearly bladed, but there were some where. So there's like an interview where people say like we haven't we haven't covered him yet. We're going to cover him, but um, Terry Funk, he's an old school guy. I've heard of him. People say he was one of the best, one of the few guys ever who said, if you didn't want a blade, like if you were scared, if you were going into a match with Terry Funk, you didn't want a blade, he would make, he knew how to make you bleed either way. And he knew how to hit you right in the fucking, like there's a certain spot in your head. He would hit you right in the eyebrow and you would essentially bleed like a blade job. Hmm. So like we've talked about like hard ways where you get busted open just from being punched. That's right. And people say Terry Funk knows that exact spot, and he would just hit you once, one punch, and you'd be busted open like a blade jaw. That's, that's actually so it fascinating. So it's like anybody who is scared to blade, it would be better to blade than to go in the ring right. with Terry Funk. Blade yourself. Don't let him blade Because he'll fucking you. actually punch you in the face, and it won't knock you out, but it'll make you bleed. That's fascinating. So, but yeah, there's a few people out there who like are old school like that who will... Hit you hard and... Looks like Von Eric's getting his ass kicked here. Yeah, he kind of is. Because, but, you know, remember, Lawler's using the nux.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's getting plenty of those glamour shots, you know? The kind of yeah. taunts and props and shit uh, in between.
0: And look at Lawler's, like, selling here. I mean, he sells, like, everything, like, beautifully. Yeah. Like, he is...
1: Even right there, I mean, he's on top of the ropes.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's very... He's... I don't think he's underrated, but... He's something that I would have never seen this without, like, WWE Network and, you know, just, like, older Lawler stuff like this. Is
1: Lawler, when did he kind of leave the spot? I mean, I'm assuming he's probably, I don't know if he's in it now, but.
0: Well, I mean, he he kind of, so he retired from in-ring probably in, like, the mid-90s. Okay. Like, 93, 94. And then he became the full-time announcer for Raw. That's right. Okay. With, with uh, Jim Ross. Through, like, 2000. 2003 or so maybe Hmm. so I mean he had like almost a 10 year run of pretty much my childhood as an announcer so like when I think of Jerry the King I think of the announcer and you know he was always obsessed with like puppies which were his word for boobs and stuff like anytime like like, a girl came out he would just yell puppies and Uh. like anybody who's listening who grew up in that era um knows what i mean when i say that but
1: von Erich has that deep yeah. crimson match. so watch here deep. so the ref
0: the ref is looking at von Erich's head and then von eric's telling him to count he's looking at his head because lawler keeps kicking out of the count and the ref's looking he's looking and he's calling the match really he okay. just called the match because and of the blood this is very rare like yeah i mean you never you very rarely saw a match called for loss of blood that's pretty intense yeah. I mean... All
1: over, all over Lawson or Lawler's uh, face.
0: By this point, Steve, I mean, you've watched 20 or so pretty bloody wrestling matches. Yeah. I mean, where do you rank Von Erich's crimson mask here? I mean, I he's up like, there. I
1: feel like the Muda yeah. was worse than this, but this is still
0: pretty it's almost a there. It's almost a Muda level. Yeah. I mean... It would be low
1: on the Muda scale, but it would be on the Muda scale regardless. Yeah.
0: I mean, he is... I think it's the face it's the arm I mean just like the amount the total amount of blood is a lot and this is just one of those like I so very very early on way way back in the archives we covered a Jericho match with the tear train episode yes I would say that this is akin to that maybe even a little more though okay with uh with how bloody he is but um. But yeah, so technically Jerry Lawler, I believe, has won this match. I mean, I don't think it. Oh,
1: well, oh no! I don't know. Von Eric has bon the,
0: Eric has both belts. I don't. Maybe he's not supposed. I don't know to how it ends. Though. I haven't watched this in a long time. But he did just walk out with the AWA Championship and the WCCW Championship. But.
1: He is he a fucking away. bloody mess. He's a beast, man.
0: We're going to get to it. I'm going to fast forward a little bit because Lawler's going to cut a promo in the ring here. Lee Marshall's going to talk some shit. <laughs> Actually, you know who this is? So Lee Marshall here? No. So he's a famous... Uh, he, he, he did like ring announcing for, um, obviously, AWA. He did some stuff for WCW. But do you know what one of his most famous, um, um,
1: oh shit. Anou- f-
0: jobs? Announcer. One of the, fa- one of his most famous like voice, uh, v- voiceover jobs was. What? He was Tony the Tiger.
1: No, I'll be damned. Yeah. They are great. So Tony Confirmed. the Tiger
0: right here. Um. I'll be damned. He, he started in wrestling. <laughs> And then he went on to be Tony the Tiger in the 90s for those I'll commercials. Oh, goddamn. But we're just jumping ahead a little bit because I want to get this shot here of uh, Carrie. I mean, super fucking bloody. I mean, this is like totally 80s wrestling to a T.
1: He looks, like, looks like an undead weird owl right
0: now. Yeah, like he is so gush. He's just covered in blood. I mean, like, because the camera quality is not that great and you just see like the glisten yeah off his whole fucking face and i don't know i feel like i'm watching like a hostile movie he's just covered in blood man so he's yeah i I don't know it's this is probably one of the bloodiest matches that i feel like people don't really talk about put in lists for bloodiest matches but i don't know i think it's up there and it deserves to be more well known and that's why we're putting on the
1: podcast That's why we're here, man. Because
0: we're here to cover not only the blatant big name blade jobs, but to go into the archives and cover some deep blades. That's what we're here for, man. We cover it all. Yeah. But so, yeah. That's Kerry Von Erich, Jerry Lawler, Super Clash 1998, 1988, Super Clash 3. Go look it up on the network. It's the final match. Actually, it's the second to final match, but go look it up. It's, It's great. It's fun. It's old school
1: old school just like the old school diy filmmaking of
0: deadbeat at dawn deadbeat at dawn but that's a wrap for us today i have to pee um, like you would not believe so yeah you I'm always have it. to pee I I, I I if i have
1: even one beer i'll piss did so you finish that beer i did okay cool um hence why i have to pee but you know so
0: all right, well, I
1: think that's it. You I mean, go time. watch
0: Deadbeat at Dawn, please.
1: Please, yeah, that's very I, good. You, On Shudder, if, if you have a Shudder account, five bucks a month. I mean, again, they don't pay us. They, I wish they would. Um, no, yeah. Five bucks a month, for God's sakes, man. Go for and it. And they're bringing out big hitters. They have I mean, a lot this, of good... this
0: was a big hitter, I would say. This is a movie that is hard to find. You're, I really don't know where else you would find this other than the Blu-ray. You know, Shudder also has a lot of good
1: um, original content I mean, these days. Because all these streaming services, of course, are all doing their own. Yeah, we sat and watched Dead
0: Wax. That was pretty good. It was pretty good. Pretty quick watch. So I mean, hey, yeah. you know, give it a shot. Yeah, so go watch Dead be Dead Dawn. Go watch that. At least the end part of Super Clash Three, and that's your Blade Job homework for this week.
1: Yep, and I am gonna go get some Mexican food now, and I am gonna
0: watch the Spartans. You know, March Madness. Ah, uh, yes, that sounds awful. Yeah. So no, that's gonna be fun.
1: Can't be as bad as audition. Alright, we love you very much.
0: Alright, peace, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. And uh, see you next week. I care. No, I am the best
1: motherfucker you ever saw, Dad!